Shall we please quickly bow our heads? Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we thank you this morning. We ask that you please help us, O oh God, with your word. In Jesus' name, and everybody said, Amen. I've been teaching on prosperity for some time now. And for those of us that have been here for some time, especially given the scripture of the two sons and their father, and we have come to accept as fact and truth that God does not want any of his kids want to be rich and the other person to be poor. It's not our Heavenly Father's, um, it's not scriptural for one person to be rich and for one person to be poor. Although he says that you always have the poor around you, that does not mean he made the poor to be poor. When he created the whole, the whole earth, he gave Adam wealth. Christ, when he said he was going, he was going to prepare a mansion for us. And one of the tools of Bible interpretation is for us to be able to read within context. You don't read out of context. So we've all accepted that, look, the story of the prodigal son and the older brother is a type of God. The father owns all the wealth. The younger brother said, give me my portion of inheritance, not what I worked for. Daddy, what you labored for. Give me my portion of it because I'm in covenant with you. You gave birth to me. I didn't ask to be born. And he did not ask him, give me, give me your business plan if I give you, because the man was very, very rich. He would say he's a billionaire of our time. And maybe what was due to the young man was about $50 billion. He didn't say, come here. You want to go and squander my money. He gave it to him, the guy left. When he squandered the money, he realized, look, I'm going back to my father to be a servant. He came back home. When he got back home, he was thinking of his sins and everything he did wrong. The father did not look at that. The father was only interested in restoring him back to sonship. We all agreed to that. And the older brother was saying, hey, I've been here. You didn't even give, give me a, a little goat. The father said, no, all I have is yours. All I have is yours. So, and I remember that we, we, we spoke about how, if it were to be the older brother, we're just two children. My brother took his own, so the remaining is mine. And now he's back to take part of mine. <laughs> Isn't that common sense? But the father, his source of wealth is bottomless, as it were. It can always recreate. Are we together? So Christ gave him as an example. Now, this morning, I know we are all into businesses here. We do businesses. I want to talk about two systems, two worlds that we live in. Two worlds. The system of the world and the kingdom of God. The system of the world and the kingdom of God. Sometimes we are, we, we are forgetful. And like we all read in the scriptures, you don't give to God to be blessed. You are blessed because of him. Therefore, you give. Because he's the source. Because we've understood this thing upside down. He is the owner of all things. And we are joined heads with Christ. And the Bible says in the book of Hebrews chapter 1, I think verse 2, it says, Christ is the heir and lawful owner of all things. So if he's the owner of all things and you are joined heads with him, 
we own everything together with him. Now, first thing first is to receive by faith the word of God. And now we begin to process, we begin to work it out, all together. So the two systems that we are in, we are in the system of Satan. At the same time, we operate from the kingdom of God. So as you are doing business, you need to know, you need to know. He said, I've sent you among wolves. He would have just taken everybody that got born again, that followed him, hey, let's go to heaven. I don't want Satan to kill you. No, he left them. So we're in, a system, we're in a system that is against us, totally against us. And I believe that by the time we're able to read what I'm about to share with us, doing business will be a little bit better for us. I can assure you. Okay? Can we please quickly go to the book of Luke chapter 4, verse 5 to 7? Whoever that has the mic, please read. No. They have the mic on that side. Please. Luke 4, 5 to 7. And I would like Dirk to please read for us the book of uh, Job. Okay? Who's, are you there? Luke chapter 4. You can read 5 to 7. And Dirk, please open to Job chapter 1, verse 8, 9, and 10. Then the devil, taking him up on a high mountain, showed him all the kingdoms of the world in a moment of time. And the devil said to him, all this authority I will give to you and their glory, for this has been delivered to me, and I give it to whomever I wish. Therefore, if you will worship before me, all will be yours. Okay. Do we see someone laying claim to a system? You are not in heaven transacting business with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. You are here transacting businesses with people who operate by the system of the world. And Satan is saying here that he took Christ to a high mountain and told him, showed him everything. Now said, these things, please let me quickly read. Then the devil, taking him up on a high mountain, showed him all the kingdoms of the world in a moment of time. And the devil said to him, all these authority... I put in bracket, not wealth. All this authority I will give you and their glory, for this has been delivered to me, and I give it to whom I wish. And you as a believer, you think your business partners are the ones that you are dealing with, then something is wrong. The deals that you are doing, you think you are just relating to a sister, to a business deal, the one that is the invisible one controlling all things is saying here, all this authority I will give you and their glory. For this has been delivered to me and I will give it to whomever I wish. Please come this morning, have your business mind on. Your deals, bring them to your mind. Job chapter 1, 6 to 12. Yes, please, uh, Dirk Reed. Please let, let us look at the scripture. Let's read it together. Please read. Now there was a day when the Son of God came the to sons. the sons of okay. God okay. came to present themselves before the Lord, and Satan also came among them. And the Lord said to Satan, From where do you come? So Satan answered the Lord and said, From going to and fro on the earth 
and from walking back and forth on it. Stop there. <laughs> that is Satan. Talking to who? God. He's going where? To and fro. Walking. You don't have to go there. Let me quickly read this to us. First Peter 5, verse 8 to 9. By the Spirit of God, Peter was saying, he says, Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, walks about like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. You are told to be sober, be vigilant. Your adversary, in other words, this guy is out to get you, walks around like a roaring lion, looking for who he will devour, he will kill, steal, and destroy. Please, let's look at this thing in the context of business. God revealed through the book of Job that Satan walks walks around the whole world. Where are you coming from? Oh, I'm coming from Afghanistan. No, I'm coming from Somerset West. Because you're not conscious about this does not mean Satan is not, does not exist. And if he exists, does not mean he's sitting somewhere sucking his finger, thumb and crying or he's on holiday. It's all over the show. Okay. But we are told in verse 9, it says, resist him steadfast in faith. Resist him steadfast in faith. We're not, going to, we're not going to look at that now. Can we, please, you want to continue, Dirk, what you're reading? Job chapter 1. Then the Lord said to Satan, Have you considered my servant Job, that there is none like him on the earth, a blameless and upright man, one who fears God and shuns evil? So Satan answered the Lord and said, Does Job fear God for nothing? Have you not made a hedge around him? around his household, and around all that he has on every side. You have blessed the work of his hands, and his possessions have increased in the land. Stop. Job, Satan was telling God, Hey, this Job that you are talking about, you built hedge around him. In the spirit, Job, Job did not know that Satan was aware of it. And he said, have you, not built, have you not made a hedge around him, around his household, one, two, and around all that he has on every side? You have blessed the work of his hands, and his possessions have increased in the land. In other words, all of Job's investments, God, you covered, you covered them. I can't touch them. Satan said, you are the one who prospered him. Job may not be aware of how he became prosperous, but Satan was aware. Say, so you, God, prospered him. You, God, you prospered Job. And by the time you check Job's business, the worth of his business, <laughs> verse 11, let me please read. But now stretch out your hand, God was talking to, 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 to Satan, and touch all that he has, and he will surely curse you. Satan so was telling God, sorry, but now you, God, stretch out your hand and touch all he has, and he will surely curse you to your face. And the Lord said to Satan, behold, all that he has is in, your, is in your power. Only do not lay your hand on his person. So, so Satan went out from the presence of God. Now, verse 14, and a messenger came to Job and said, I'm not looking at the calamity. I'm looking at the worth of Job's business. He had oxen. He had sheep. 
But Satan could not touch them because he knew that it was God. Excuse me. Who blessed him? We've been asking questions about the fact that you're a child of God. How will God manifest his covenant with you is through the works of your hands. It is through your businesses that you can see the hand of God in what you're doing. You want to check if a woman is pregnant. There are symptoms that you see, evidence. So the works of your hand, whatever you lay your hands upon, that is how you test whether you are blessed or not. That is it. It will manifest in what we have. So now the discussion this morning would be this. Do we agree that Satan is still at work? If you don't agree, you can talk. We are allowed to say, we are allowed to talk. Yes. So now, as a businessman or woman, do you factor this into your decision making and your approach to business? Do you, do, you, do you live in the consciousness of this? We have to. We have no choice. The, you can't relocate to Kruger National, National Park where they have the big five. And you say you want to live like as if you are living in this, this area. You know lions can just stray from somewhere. Can come and get you. So we are in the territory of the enemy. That is the truth. And deals are influenced by the devil. You have to have this consciousness. Deals are influenced by the devil. In other words, your hard work, your preparation, everything you have put together is not enough if you don't live in this, with this understanding. For the manifestation of God's blessings to, to manifest in, in your business is not enough. You can have the best Business plan. In fact, um, Rory is here, he can testify. One guy that he did business for, your friend, Mark. Mark Kelly. When we started, okay, Mark came to give testimony. Everything was dotted, everything. He did everything he could. Business-wise, very diligent man with his work. Everything. But this guy's business was not flying. It was actually going bankrupt until the spiritual dimension was brought into, into his business. And I had to take him through some steps. And this guy is enjoying his business now. He's doing well. His wife is working with him. Everything, I mean, for him to be going on holidays, it means he has, he's making money. He's no longer in the red. <laughs> Are we together? But we shouldn't be ignorant that you are dealing with Satan in your business dealings. Your father's wealth that he has given to you, you need to invite him as well. He's blessed you, fine. But if you don't use authority, the enemy will make mockery of your faith. That book of 1 Peter says, be sober, be vigilant. Your adversary... Satan. Verse 10 says, resist him. I'll now bring the revelation that my daughter has had and she shared with me. She said she slept. She had a dream. She saw her father. She saw me. 
I was holding a sword, but the sword was made of scriptures. Scriptures were written around the whole sword. It was actually scripture, but sword. And I was fighting Satan. The amazing thing was that I was not using the sword in, in our dream to poke Satan or to want to cut off his head. She said, I was speaking the scriptures out, but the sword was in my hand. And Satan was defeated. And Satan fell into a ditch and was crying. The Bible says that the sword of the spirit is what? The word of God. The sword of the spirit is the word of God, not dreams, not meditation. The sword that you can use in the business world is God's word. Nothing else. Do what you have, do the due diligence that you have to do, but now propel whatever you're doing with God's word. He is here, Dirk is here. I took him out for some coffees and we had some stuff and all of that. Everything I've been teaching here is, 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 uh, is a very good friend of mine. But some things are not just working and we had to pray. He has a franchise and we prayed and his franchise store started making money more than the rest. There is power in injecting the word of God to what you're doing. Seriously, seriously. We have to control from the realm of the spirit and subdue the physical. Then there will be the manifestation of the blessing that God has given to you through Christ. But if we don't do that, we will be making mockery and the enemy will be laughing at us. And I'm not talking about some kind of weird thing. God is going to bless me. He's going to bless the works of your hand. Not one angel coming to come and give you something. God blessed Job, the work of his hands here. Are we together? So we are going to pray this morning. Use the sword of the spirit. The word of God. Your crying does not change nothing in the spirit. Devil laughs. Oh, she's crying. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> he turns on the volume of the fire. But once you stand and say no, the lady that gave testimony at, um, during covenant dinner that we had, that goes, that goes to, to, to church, Doreen, Okay. This, her testimony is somehow, I'm telling you, she just landed a 30 million rand construction. And how God did it, where she, is work, where she was working, the guy persecuted her so much, she now ran to a lawyer to help her. In the course of helping her, the lawyers are the ones that now gave her $30 million business. She was persecuted. She was looking for cover, legal cover, only to get to the people that God will use to give her a 30 million rand business. Our God is alive and well. Don't live your life from the physical. Let's live our lives from the realm of the spirit. Some of us have lost millions and millions and millions but according to God's word, you can recover. 
<laughs> we can recover. And the recovery can only come by using God's word, not your human wisdom. And using God's word is not just, you have to spend time reading the word, fellowshipping with God, fellowshipping with the right people, where you hear the word of truth that is not diluted with emotionalism, where you will be challenged and you go and walk this thing out yourself. Are we together? Enough is enough of always words of encouragement. It's going to be better tomorrow. God is going to do it. It is well with you. Yes, you have said it last year. You have said it. You have been saying it. Tell me how to go about it. Simple. Give me the word and let me work it out. I rather want you to give me the word than you telling me your experiences that may not necessarily conform with God's word. Are we together? So I've established to us this morning, you are working, you are in a two, you are in a two system. The system of darkness, Satan is actively controlling it. It's not on holiday. Actively controlling it. In that industry that you, you want to go into, David, you cannot go in there like an ordinary person. You must go in there, thank God, you have a prayerful wife. It, it's an invasion. It's an invasion. It's not, oh, well... This new business idea just came. We just want to... No. You do your business plan. You do all the due diligence. You have to invade. The guy that is controlling it is this one that went to go and meet with God over Job. That is, that, that is the guy you are dealing with. So that we, I don't make us look... I don't sound pessimistic. Let's look at the book of Colossians chapter, chapter 1. Please, Heinz, read Colossians chapter 1, 19 to 20. For it pleased the Father that in him all the fullness should dwell, and by him to reconcile all things to himself by him, whether things on earth or things in heaven, having made peace through the blood of his cross. <laughs> 19 and 20. You go into the business world like a predator, not like a springbok. It has to be intentional. It's deliberate. It's a decision. And we are told here, for it pleased the Father that in him all the fullness should dwell, and by him to reconcile all things to himself, by him whether things on earth, things in heaven, having made peace through the blood of his cross. Through what? The blood of of his cross. He has redeemed everything. In other words, he's saying to you, it cost me my very life to get everything back. Don't waste it hey, by thinking poor and remaining poor. Don't waste it. Don't waste it. By thinking poor or thinking average, don't waste it. It's been reconciled. It's been brought back. Blood of his cross, not blood on his body when he was walking. Blood of his cross means excruciating pain. It cost him his very life. That's what Paul is saying. By the Spirit of God. Are there? Yeah, seriously? please, go ahead quickly. Just, just on that thought, um, a couple of years ago, we, we had our Every Nation World Conference here in Cape Town, and the first speaker on the first night had this opening statement. He, he said, 
is what you are living for worth Christ's dying for? <laughs> just kind of hit me between the eyes. And what you're saying now, you know, is, where, is what he died for on the cross, is, is that the value, is that seen in the way I'm living and the, and the way I'm dealing with my everyday life? That was quite a powerful question. Paul said, Christ did not tell me to baptize. <laughs> he said, lest the cross will lose its value. Will be made ineffective. He said, I don't want to know anything among you but Christ and him what? Crucified. I want to conclude with this and then we pray this morning. The display of power, of authority, and getting the result when you pray is a function. Let's listen very carefully. It's a function of the depth of revelation in his word that you have. Someone, someone else will pray this over the same thing, but someone will get results, and you are not getting the result. Why? The difference is in the depth of revelation that that person has in his word. Not that you are not a child of God. You are a child of God. Not that you are even a baby in the things of God. No. It is because the depth of revelation, you don't have it. And you'll be smart to go alongside someone who has depth of revelation. Bible says, iron sharpeneth iron. The reason why the demon said, Paul we know, Jesus we know, is because of his depth of understanding. Paul said that through the blood of Jesus Christ, everything has been reconciled back to God. So he was able to display power. By revelation, he understood. Bible says, Christ has been made the head of all things for the sake of the church. That was the revelation Paul had. That was why he was able to call Satan. Come, wherever you are, come here. And Satan marched there. Yes, sir. Because of depth of revelation. And depth of revelation will not come to you by just, in quotes, it will not come to you by just playing around with things of the spirit. It's only when there is financial problem. Oh God, hallelujah. No, you get it done before that time. So please, let's rise on our feet and pray. Pray over your business this morning. Before you go, please. Pray and decree over. Thank God your own wife is here. Two of you can agree together. Yes. And your wife that is not here by faith, you can agree. But the truth is this. Know that the power has been given to you through Christ. And you have to pray. Now over that business, go in the spirit and tell Satan, I'm not ignorant of your activities. I am more conscious of it right now by the reason of God's word. I command you to lose your grip over that business. 
over those opportunities you want to open your mouth and pray this morning, please. Pray. Speak to the enemy, not beg. Command doors to open. Command doors to open. Command doors to open in the name of Jesus Christ. Command doors to open to you. Speak to the enemy.